Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the week ending February the 18th, 2018. I'll get it out of the way to start with. I've not written anything this week. I had a scheduled week off and it's been great. My son was off school so we drove down to the Midlands to see my family. So I was able to catch up with my mum and my sisters and my brother and my niece and nephew and an old school friend. So it was really good to see them and to introduce them to Digit. After staying a night there, we went to London by train. We stayed near Euston. Even though we were only there for two nights, we crammed in a lot. We took my son to the British Museum, to the Natural History Museum to see the dinosaurs. We took him to see Buckingham Palace and he did a little dance outside, hoping that the Queen would look at him out of the window and wave at him. She didn't. I think it's really important as writers to take a break from the day-to-day of writing books. I mean, over the last few weeks, because of guide dog training and things like that, that's probably been a bit longer than it would have been, but it's nice to refill the creative well and get lots of ideas for new stories and inspiration from objects within the museums. So I'm really glad that we did that. I mentioned last week that I did a freelance piece for The Guardian and that did really well in terms of engagement and my Twitter timeline for a few days was just filled with hundreds of people copying me into tweets and things like that. So it was a bit annoying. I think I might have missed out on a few friends getting in touch with me but it's good to see that what I'd written, which was about my experience of discrimination as a guide dog user, got through to a few people. So that was really good. I did have the annoying experience on the way back to Wolverhampton yesterday with a woman demanding that I moved out of the priority seat because she had a book in there. The priority seats on UK trains are for people with disabilities. If you're disabled and someone sat there, then the person who sat there, if they're not disabled, should get up and move. She was insisting that she'd book the seat and I should move. She flapped a bit of paper in front of me telling me that the computer says I've got a reservation. This is the number. This is what I've booked. I'm sorry, but you'll have to move. I told her that a a number doled out by a computer is not a replacement for human decency. So I told her she should go and see the train manager and get reassigned. She ended up sitting on the table opposite me, tutting the whole way. Hopefully I made her feel quite awkward. (laughs) In more positive news, I finished, finally, Brandon Sanderson's Words of Radiance. I loved that book. I thought it was great. I gave it five stars on Goodreads. It was excellent. It took me a while to do, but it was well worth it. After the 50-hour epic that that was, I read a novella called Home by Nedia Okorafor, which is a follow-up to her book Binti, and it follows the same character as in the first novella, and now this is about a four-hour audiobook, so I got through this in an afternoon, and it was really good. I really like the world-building and the character and just the different emotional stakes that you get with that story than you do with a lot of other science fiction stories. So highly recommend that, but I would go for Binti first and then follow the rest of the series. I'm currently reading a non-fiction book called The Clockwork Universe, which is a history of the Royal Society in London. But really, it's basically a history of science around the 17th century. And I always find when I read non-fiction that I pick up on something that I can use in a story or just something that grabs my imagination that I can't shake. And so when I was doing my research for the plague. I was reminded about plague doctors and so those characters have now featured in the Black Death series in quite a prominent way. And now I don't know how I'm going to use it yet but I found out about cat pianos. Now I'd never heard of these before and when I heard cat piano I thought YouTube videos of cats playing piano. Now this was a device that was made using caged cats and a series of spikes 
were attached to piano keys and when you press them it would prod the cat and the cat would let out a squeal in the only way that cats can and so these cats were apparently selected for their particular tone so you could get a nice little scale by prodding cats with spikes now this is dark enough this is grim but i don't know my thought when i first read this was how can i have this with people in one of my stories and it's one of those thoughts that's been festering in the back of my mind for a few days so that's usually the sign that there's something there so who knows more news on that soon maybe we'll see i've put a story on pre-order called clockwork titan which is if you've ever read any of my fantasy stuff it's in the same world as my her name was red short stories this is a story in the old Teruvium expanse which is a collaboration between 12 authors so we've all written a short story based on the same prompt and so we've got people like mk clark and ts brothers and lynn sheridan and killian carter all writing within this series so mine's on pre-order now for march the 20th it's called clockwork titan so please do check that out. I've got no questions this week, but if you want to send any, send them to john at johncronshaw.com. That's J-O-N-C-R-O-N-S-H-A-W. You can also follow me on Twitter. It's at J-L Cronshaw. And so until next time, cheerio. Cheerio.